Welcome to another episode of Let's Get Wicked Deep, a dating podcast with Kelly and Callie. Hi, Callie. Hey, Kelly. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. Yeah. Ready both. to ready to record and uh, talk about some fun things today. Yeah, today's topic is going to be. Um, I'm not sure how. Well, it's fun to talk about. Sometimes it's not fun to like live with. So today we're talking about relationships in when we sacrifice too much in relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but it's something that I have definitely experienced. I think it's something that we, I would have said all experience, but I don't think everyone experiences that. I think that we tend to experience sacrifice, like sacrificing too much in a relationship when we are people pleases, when we don't have boundaries set up, when we don't really know like what we actually want out of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, I talk a lot about this, just women in general, I think are sort of brought up to, to be more people pleasers. Like we have more of those tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually don't know a whole lot of women that don't struggle with boundaries. Oh, I, <laughs> I just I know. think that we tend to. It's well, it's interesting. Cause I do know like some women who are very much like, um, there, some, some women can be very selfish, right. And they don't know how to like take care of somebody. So I think like a big, a big thing is like when we're younger, whether it's from our parents, family, people that were around TV movies, whatever we're shown in biologically women are caretakers naturally. So like when we're in a relationship, we tend to try to take care of, of people. And then it gets even worse as we get older and we get divorced and we have kids. And then our next relationship, like to a degree, it's like, I want to mother this person because that's what I've been doing. So it, it wasn't until recently I realized that some of these relationships with men tend to sort of look a little mothering, right? Where it's like, yeah. but they also slide into that role because they like to be taken care of where it's like they re- either like requesting things for dinner or they want something for their lunch or they need something done. Or have you seen this? And can you eye in this and my laundry and then, you know, sort of things like that, because sometimes they're just, you know, kind of out of it. And I think to a degree, we allow it to happen because we like to be caretakers, but I do have experience recently with women who are not like that, where it's like, well, no, this show is my show and you're coming to my show. And if you want to attend my show, you need the VIP pass. And that's going to cost you a very fancy dinner. That's going to cost you this. It's going to cost you that. And I'm not doing this stuff for you for free. And it's going to take you 10 nice things for me to do one nice thing for you. So I have seen some of these women and I look at them and I'm just like, how is this going to work out? So I do sit back and I'm like, let me just see how this like plays out for this person because men to a degree, like that whole, like to be taken care of, but how do we know where that boundary is? And like how we say like, you know, no, like I'm not doing this. How do we know when to not sacrifice? Right. Yeah. And I, and I think that it's just like a lot of the things we talk about, there's no hard and fast rule. Um, I personally Uh, try to use the rule of if I really don't want to do something, I really have to give it some thought. Like I I need to be convinced a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, if there's something that, um, that I want to do for my husband, you know, do something nice, you know, whether it's 
fold and put away his laundry or bring him lunch. Like if it's something that I want to do, I'm just going to do it because Mm -hmm. I want to do it. And showing him affection in that way makes me feel good as a partner, makes me feel, you know, like I'm putting forth the effort into my relationship. So if that's something that I want to do, I do it. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I don't want to do. I really have to think about, do I want to do this? Like, why don't I want to do this? Is this going to be good for me? Do I have time for this? Things like that. And even then I will say it's still a struggle. It's still a struggle. I always think, I always think when someone says, this is just a thing I always think, I don't know why, but whenever I hear someone who's like, it's going to take me a little convincing to do that. I always think of anal. (laughs) so a whole lot of convincing does that mean, like you know like it's if you want to do that you're gonna to have to like do some really really nice stuff if you want me to do that I always think that whenever someone says it so sometimes I'm just like listening I'm like hmm, are they referring to you know but sometimes they don't, <laughs> I never ask but I always think like what's like what like you know I always think to myself like what what would you have to do that takes like so much convincing and the only thing I can think of is no like yeah if you want that man you're gonna have to like work really freaking hard for that but if you want like a grilled cheese yeah I can like whip that up no problem but if you want something more deeper you're gonna have to to show a little bit more effort there you're gonna have to give me something for that but um but no I think it's I think it's true where it's like I think when we're with someone, we know what they like and don't like, and we want to like make them happy. So if we know that someone likes a bologna and cheese sandwich every day for lunch, we're going to make that. So when they open it, they're going to be like, oh, this is like so great. You know, like, I love this, whatever. <laughs> Man, I like bologna and cheese. You better shut your mouth. Okay. <laughs> so I would be probably pissed if someone made that for me, but like, that's the thing is like, you know, I would still be like, oh, at least they made me lunch and at least there's some effort. But, um, but yeah, it's so true, but it's like, it's, how do we know? Like, how do we know? Like, like sometimes when we're knee deep in a relationship and we're like, okay, I've been going pretty hot at this relationship for a year and a half. And I am now realizing that I'm not getting my needs met. I am sacrificing way too much. I want to be with this person, but how do I now pull back on that? How do I explain to them like all these things that I've been doing for you are now going to stop. And it's not because I don't love you or I don't care about you. It's because I'm not getting my needs met. So I think that's a situation that like, a lot of people can relate to because we tend to go in heavy, especially as women. Like we tend to go in like some women a little heavier than others, but like we go in, like we want to make them like feel a certain way and you know, all that, but how that's like the million dollar question. How do we pull back when we're so far into something like that? Oh, I absolutely agree. I mean, and that is very much a scenario that I feel like I found myself in lately. Um, You know, I, was okay first of all let me just say I feel like I am not somebody who is just naturally very nurturing and maternal um (laughs) I don't know why I just never feel like that has described me very well don't get me wrong I think that my kids are okay like they're they're getting lots of love and they're getting the things that they need but I don't I wouldn't describe myself as a nurturing person I guess um I I don't know why. Uh, Maybe that's my own narrative running in my head, but it's just, that's how I don't, I don't see myself that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, That being said, um, when my husband and I met, we were both very established in our careers and um, both very driven, you know, on, on the way forward, uh, on the way up. And when we got married and decided to start having children, 
the conversation came about, you know, how is this going to work logistically with, you know, jobs and working, we knew that we didn't want to have a kid and put it right in daycare. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that. It just wasn't for us. So we worked out a schedule where we were kind of working opposite schedules so that we could both keep working because my job meant a lot to me. And we got to a point in his career where advancement meant moving. And it meant moving away from my family, my friends, my hometown, my job, everything. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I moved for him, for our family. Um, it all seemed to be very, you know, positive and moving in the right direction. And I'm not saying it wasn't, but I had to sacrifice my entire life, everything that I had known mm-hmm. to support my partner. Yeah. Um, And was that the right choice? I mean, I think I'd say yes. I mean, it seems to have worked out, you know, okay for us so far, (laughs) but it doesn't mean that it wasn't hard. I mean, I think that the first probably two years that we were here, I was really struggling because at that time I was also pregnant with our second. So after I moved, I was no longer working. I became a stay at home mom I was in a new place with no friends, no support, like at home. And my husband was working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week. So I was kind of almost a single mom on an island. Like it was just, I had sacrificed everything. And I found myself feeling like, what in the hell did I do? Again, not that I don't love this person, not that I don't want to be in this relationship, but my God, I sacrificed everything that I had known and what felt like a good portion of my identity to be mm-hmm. in this relationship. And, um, and he's still in that job and in that field today where he works a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. And so to a certain degree, myself and my kids sacrifice our time with him to support him in his career. And it's not, it's not always easy. It's actually really hard sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes when it, it gets to be like super hard, when you do sacrifice a lot and it's like, I think that the biggest part about sacrificing for someone, like, especially in your situation is like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to give up my career, my friends, my family, I'm going to move for you. But in return, I'm going to need, you know, X, Y, and Z. So basically like if both people are aware of it and it's like, I acknowledge that she did this for me. So I'm going to do this for her or whatever. Then I think that makes the sacrifice like a little bit easier, but after, sometimes it seems like there's like a period of time where you're just sacrificing so much, especially as a mom and then a wife. And the one, the one person that sacrifice that like loses the most is like ourselves where it's like, now I can't do X, Y, and Z. I can't do these things. When I had, when I was younger and had my oldest, that was a huge, you know, and it was a huge sacrifice in in a way where it's like, okay, I'm going to have this baby, you know, do whatever and have this baby and give up. Like when, we had him, my ex-husband, oh, baby daddy, whatever at the, at the time, he's now my ex-husband, but he was in college. So he and I had this conversation where it was like, okay, I'm going to stay in college. Da, da, da. So I was like, okay, I'm going to skip out on my education and my college. So we can have like, you can finish your thing. I can have this baby and we can kind of do this. So it wasn't like, you know, we had got this little house on his college campus and lived this happy life. No, but the resentment from that sacrifice on my end, which was not having the baby, but it was giving up like my education and sort of my life, my freedom. 
was one of the things that like ruined our marriage because it like started even before we got married where it was like, you got to do all these things. And then I didn't. So there wasn't that give and take granted. We were both kids at the time, but even as we got older, it was, you know, his career and and his stuff. And I did everything I could to support him and what he did. And then when we built the business here together, it was like, okay, we're doing something together, but then it was also like a sacrifice because it's a new business you know, then then you're home waiting and you're doing all these things and there's all this traveling. And it's like, so the resentment built up until finally it was like, I can't like do this anymore. And then the relationship is, you know, over, but then even dating and getting into like a new relationship, like you don't realize how much you sacrifice for either time with the person or their career or, you know, their schedule or like what they're doing and being a natural, like woman caretaker, people pleaser. It was like, yeah, no problem. No problem. So I said, no problem, no problem, no problem until I can't until problem, 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 right. you know, yeah. no you get away at. yeah, it turns into like big problem. We have a, you know, Houston, we have a big problem here. Like where are my needs? Well, you gave up those and you sacrificed those for this relationship or this job or this friendship or to buy this house or, you know, whatever. So it's like, you got to be careful with that. So a good way to like prevent it is to start with your boundaries before you even get into something where it's I want to buy this house and building a house or buying a house is a relationship with that house like I want you you're going to be my shelter and my safety but in order to get to you I have to sacrifice my Botox which I would never do I have to sacrifice you know all these other things to kind of like you know get into this house and like save up for it so it's a sacrifice there and that's like a good sacrifice but then when you're sacrificing for like a relationship and you're not getting anything back it's like damn like how do you know like this is kind of it I've sacrificed my ass off and you know I can't do it anymore right absolutely you know and everybody knows that relationships take compromise. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you have to compromise in a relationship for a healthy relationship, I believe, because no two people, no two separate people are going to come together. And then like, we believe the same things and we think the same way and we agree on everything. Relationships, I do believe, take compromise. But where's the difference between compromise and sacrificing who you are right. to be in a relationship? Yeah, that's like a big one. Cause like compromise is amazing. It is. If you can find someone that's like, heck yeah, let's sit down and hash this out. You know, I've seen it in Disney movies, <laughs> the Hallmark channel nails it. So someone there knows what that looks like. But in reality, if you think about it, it's like, Hey, let's compromise on this. Okay. Well, my schedule is here. My schedule is there. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. And then, and I can't really compromise this. I can compromise this. You can do this, but I can do this. And it's like, wait a minute, yeah. like what's even happening. But then when you start feeling like, the compromise turns into, okay, next week we'll have that conversation. Okay. Next week we'll have that conversation or this week I'll do the dishes. Okay. I'll do the dishes again. Then that's more of like, all right, I'm sacrificing my manicure to do all these dishes. And you're just, you know, in the other room eating spaghetti out of every dish you can find. So it's like, you know, putting your boundaries, like what am I okay with? And being able to speak on those boundaries and say, Hey, I've done the dishes for seven days in a row. I need you to start doing your pot and seeing like how someone reacts. So it's a, it's a good thing to kind of talk about, like before you even get into something committed or live with someone or hell marry someone, or it's like, you know, let's talk about how, how do we resolve conflict? 
Right. Like, how do we do that? Do we do that? Do you have a plan for that? Have you ever had to resolve? And this is a crazy question that sometimes we have to ask. Have you ever had to resolve conflict in a relationship? Because someone might be a human bulldozer and just get everything that they want in every relationship. And when they're met with a woman or a man, that's like, oh yeah, no, I'm going to, I want to resolve this. And they're like, this is, this is hot dirt. I better go somewhere else, you know, because they feel like I can't get through this dirt, you know? So it's, it's an interesting sort of thing to have those conversations, like before you get into the committed relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what you had mentioned earlier, I think is a really good test of whether or not you're sacrificing too much. Okay. If I give up this, or if I do this, what am I giving up? And really being aware of what am I giving up to do this? Yeah. What are you and giving saying, up? To what do I need in return to feel good about giving this thing up? Because yeah. I think that that is a huge part of where I went wrong. Um, you know, when I had sacrificed to make the move for my husband's job again, which I don't regret, I regret the things that I didn't do, which was really think about those things, you know, everything that I was giving up and what did I need to still be okay, to still feel like myself. Yeah. So, you know, it took time and a lot of um, therapy and conversations and uh, really getting clear on everything that I had given up and how now, how do I find myself again? How do I get back to being me? Which I think is a very common thing is being a mom anyway. Like once you become a stay at home mom, how do I get back to being me, you know, just outside of the relationship. But, you know, once I really started asking myself those questions, what do I need to feel, um, to really be okay here and having given up the life that I had, back in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And for me, it, it was really realizing that I needed certain things in my life. I needed friends. I mean, I'm, a, I'm very much an extrovert. So I'm like, I like being out. I like having my friends. I like having my girl time, um, all of those things. And I'm like, I need that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, finding, you know, explaining to my husband, like there are going to be times where you have to be with the kids because I'm going out with the girls. And, I mean, and we're not doing anything inappropriate. We're not like, you know, out at on that Island. You're not, no, I'm like, there's nothing, there's really not a whole lot of trouble to get into here, <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I'm going with the girls, you know, we're going to, we're going to go hiking. We're going to go, you know, do whatever. Um, you know, we're just going to go down to the, like the coffee bar and we're going to have like smooth smoothies together. And I just need that time. Um, I need my creative time. I need like all of these different things that I figured out that I need to be happy within myself Mm -hmm. and that I'd never really thought about, but Mm -hmm. I, all I knew that was that I had gotten to a point in my relationship where I, I didn't know who I was anymore. I -hmm. felt like I had sacrificed too much of myself. And I felt very panicked about how do I get back from this? Like you said, what, like, how do, how do I pull back now? How do you, yeah. How do you pull back? And I think it's interesting when we talk about or think about like, what do we need? If I'm going to sacrifice this, what do I need? I think a lot of people, when they think about their needs, they think more about like material things like, oh, you're going to have me move. Then I want a big house. You're going to have me do this. Then I want like a bigger ring. It's like, well, no, it's more of like, exactly what you're saying. Like, Hey, I'm losing out on friends. That means a lot to me. So I really need time to like make friends. I need you to help me figure out how to do that. You know, how to do all that stuff. But when we do get in too deep, it's, it depends on the partner that you have. 
And I feel like if you sit down with your partner and you're like, you know what? I feel like I've given too much. I feel like I'm really not getting what I need out of this. Can we have a conversation? And at that point, if he or she is like, yeah, let's, wow, I didn't realize that. Oh my gosh, I don't want that for you. Let's figure it out. Then that's something you can like work toward. But if you find someone that's like, okay, well, what do you want me to do about it? Then that might not be like the right sort of relationship. Not saying like, end it with them right then and there, but like explain like, well, this is what it has to do with you. This is how I'm feeling. And I've kind of done this and, 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 you know, have like the conversation and, and see how someone reacts. Cause that's going to show you like their character and like who they are and their integrity as like a person. So if you feel like you've gone too deep, it's not impossible to pull back. But then when you do pull back, figure out what your boundaries are, figure out like what you need and enforce them. Don't let it go. It's sort of like a toddler when you discipline them. And then they're so cute that you just can't do it. It's like, good luck with that kid when they're a teenager, they're not going to be so fucking cute. You know, it's like, you got to put the boundaries now. Like right. you've got to yeah. like do that like now before it gets too late. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, absolutely. It, I, and I completely agree because it is so uh, easy, especially I think for women to like, I'm going to set this boundary. And then their boundary goes, scooch, 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 scooch. And then, then there is like a <laughs> boundary at all. Um, but I think that a lot of the figuring out what your boundaries are, so much of that work is done internally. Like, yeah, have a conversation with your partner. Like you said, absolutely. But the figuring out, I have to stop this for one second. If we can pause right here, (coughs) it's a horrible cough. (coughs) I'm so sorry. Oh, good. That was actually really great timing because my kids are knocking at the door. Stop it. Oh my gosh. Hayden, you may have a snack. Please stop knocking on the door. I'm recording. Okay, my kids are going to be here in a second, so I'm just texting them. Texting them. <laughs> Sorry about that. I don't know where that came from, but I was okay. like, oh, shit, it's coming on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so sorry. Okay. Okay. So we'll just wrap it up in just a second, if that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, we should be fine. Okay, go ahead. You know, I, I just think that women need to do so much of that work internally within themselves and sort of get clear yourself on, it's not up to your partner to figure out what you need to then be okay. That's up to you. And Mm -hmm. so really getting clear within ourselves of, okay, you know, being in this relationship, I'm sacrificing this. And this is really what I would need to see to, uh, you know, feel good about moving forward, really feel good about it. Mm -hmm. Um, that work you do yourself. And then once you've figured out the, what do I need? That's when you go to your partner and have a conversation. Yep. Yep. Because if you turn to your partner and you're like, what do I need? Like you're not, you are not making me happy Mm. or I'm not happy because of you. Like those are all like, you know, wrong, wrong. (laughs) Like I need like, for example, like, okay, what, what is it I need that would make me like feel secure in a relationship? Hey, when you're out with your friends, it would be nice if you like sent me a text just for an example. And if they're like, well, you know what, I, I would really like to do that for you. Cause I understand, but when I'm out with my friends, I really need this like alone time. It has nothing to do with you. Well, it would really make me feel like important if you, if you did that. So having like that conversation where it's like, you never fucking text me when you're with your friends. It's like, well, I'm with my fucking, you know, that, you know how that goes off the rails. Yeah. It's like, if you tell the people like, Hey, this would make me feel like super important. Well, you are important to me. I want to reassure that of you. But like when I'm with my friends, I really need that like alone time. And it's funny because like when men are out with their friends, women are like, oh, they're not with their friends. 
and he's not texting me, but when women are out with their friends, it's like this fucking asshole keeps texting me or whatever, you know, it's like, well, you know, it's like both sides. It's like, yeah, you keep, you yeah. know, saying all that. Cause when a man goes out with his friends for some reason, I guess to a degree, we all think that they're out there trying to put their dick in anything that walks by. And in reality, <laughs> they're like, you know, don't project oh. your shit on me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know, in reality, who knows what the hell they're doing? You know, they're probably most likely they're not doing that. So it's like, you know, it's, but anyway, so it's that conversation to have like, Hey, or, you know, a boundary, like this is my boundary, but you can't say to somebody like, if you don't text me when you're out with your friends, that's crossing my boundary. No, that's control. Right. You know, where it's like a boundary is something very different. Like literally one of my boundaries is do not put your dick in anything that moves. And it's like, okay, well that is a boundary, you know, like, okay, yeah, I won't do that because I respect that, you know, whole thing, but like, you know, but it's basically the way that you con conversate about it, where it's like, it would make me feel better if you could do this or, and Hey, I'm, I'm feeling super insecure right now, which is really tough to do. Like, I'm feeling insecure about you going out with your friends. I'm feeling insecure. These are the reasons why. And if your person's like, Oh damn, like, let's talk about it. That's great. But if they're like, well, that's something you just need to go work on. Mm. You shouldn't have to have like fight for yourself in a conversation when you're admitting in a vulnerable state that you're feeling a certain way. And it's okay to feel insecure about things. It's totally fine. So it's like getting comfortable with like, honesty, like this is actually how I'm feeling. I'm not mad that you're going out. I'm feeling insecure. I'm afraid that, you know, I have this fear and this fear comes from this and it would make me feel a little bit better if you could, you know, help me out with this. But at the same time, they don't have to do it. They only you know, will do whatever if they feel like they want to. So when they have their alone time with their friends or whatever, it's like, we have to respect it in the same way. We want them to respect it when we're with our friends. Yes, exactly. I mean, and that's a perfect example of, you know, if you feel like, okay, I figured out what you can do to make you feel better. And they're like, Hey, you know, I really just need that alone time, mm. you know? And then as soon as I get home, you know, I'm all yours, you know, it's yeah. a conversation. and like, then are you okay with that? You know, sure. going back and forth, but you're right. You can't just be like, well, if you don't text me, then that means you don't care. And you're violating my boundaries and you're this and you're that. I mean, it, then it's not a conversation and that's not healthy either. So, right. you know, I think that the big part about dating and finding a relationship is can the two of you come to a compromise? Can you coexist and like do it in a healthy way? And you do that through conversation and kind of trial and error. Trial and error is absolutely true where it's like, I won't, I, I'm, I'll try to text you when I'm out with my friends, but if I can't, I'll let you know when I get home. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thanks. That makes me feel like you're thinking about me. That makes me feel like you heard what I said. And yes, I can do that versus no, I didn't say when you get home, I said, blah, blah. It's like, well, this conversation is now over because right. I tried to compromise with you and you're not willing to compromise. So express how you feel, be super honest about it hear what the person says and then see where you can go from there. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, well, that'll do it for today's show. Yeah. We've only got a few more left this season. Just a couple more. <laughs> what happened? We ran out of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness just like how the fuck do we close this now 
Oh my gosh. Okay. We'll, we'll do it this way. Okay. You ready? Well, that'll do it for today's episode. I'm glad you guys joined in and we only have a few more episodes left of our second season. Yep. Season two is going to be ending really soon. Make sure you keep tuning in. Sounds great. See you next time, Callie. Bye. Wait. Don't hang up on me.